Travelcast B-Sides, episode 17, May 27th, live from Balticon 46 in Baltimore, Maryland. Our story this week, Exploring by Bryce Albertson. Bryce Albertson sucks. Never mind that he's been published in places like The Brooklyner, Space Squid, Horror Garage, The Best of Necrotic Tissue. Forget that he's the guest judge for the 17th quarterly writing contest of On the Premises. And screw that his voice has been featured in the Funimation productions of Baca and Test, Summon the Beasts, and Dance in the Vampire Bund. Bryce still sucks, and if you see him, you should kick him square in the arbles. Don't worry, he's too big of a pussy to hit you back. He'll probably just whine and cry like a little girl and then write a poem about it. Pathetic. <laughs> Joining me in the cast, we have Veronica. Monica Giger, Hugh O'Donnell, Lawrence Scribe Harris, and James Keeling. (laughs) So get ready to learn and make new friends, kids. Without further ado, we bring you Exploring by Bryce Albertson. Everybody, let's go. Come on, let's get to it. I know that we can do it. The little brown-haired girl sang as she marched along, her pet monkey right behind her, just as his contract stated he should be. He smiled and sang, la, 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 thinking about the check that would be waiting for him once he was done exploring for the day. His smile grew wider still when he thought of the bottle of Thunderbird, the two grams of Peruvian flake, and the three solid hours of dungeon loving that check would buy. (laughs) If he closed his eyes, he could still feel the spanking of Mistress Mariana had given him last weekend. Ah, memories. The little brown-haired girl stopped. Where are we going today, Socks? Socks, the monkey, brushed at the legs of his shorts, pretending to swat away some dirt, but in reality, trying to readjust the chubby he was growing. (laughs) Grandma's house! Grandma's house! Thinking about Grandma helped. His chubby softened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! The little brown-haired girl put her hands to her cheeks. I forgot how to get there. Oh, no! Socks did the same, but mockingly. Check the map, you fake-ass little bitch. (laughs) We should check the map, the little brown-haired girl said, removing her backpack. She placed it on the ground and rummaged through it until she found Map, which began singing the moment she found it. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. (laughs) Socks was glad he was high. It was the only way he could deal with this shit. How do we get to Grandma's house? Start at the waterfall, the map said. Then cut through the graveyard, and then you're at Grandma's house. Got it, Sock said. Waterfall, graveyard, Grandma's house! The map shouted. I said I got it. Socks crumpled the map into a ball and stuffed it in the little brown-haired girl's backpack. It screamed. Socks smiled. Socks? The little brown-haired girl frowned. That wasn't very nice. Socks shook his head. I didn't mean to be not nice. I'm just in a hurry to get to Mistress Ma... I mean, Grandma's house. I need some of her, uh... Chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> I'm hungry too. The little brown haired girl said. Come on, 
on, Vominos! The two began their journey again, stopping at the edge of the graveyard. It sure looks scary in there, the little brown-haired girl said. What's scary is that if you don't get your ass moving, it's going to be Wednesday before I get my freak on. (laughs) (laughs) Said Socks, tugging open the wrought iron gate. But nothing's going to stop us, because we're brave explorers. (laughs) (laughs) The little brown-haired girl's eyes widened. But what if Steeler the Fox is hiding in there? Then we'll just say, Steeler... No stealing, and he'll leave us alone, Socks said, and then sighed, knowing what was coming now. Will you tell us if you see Steeler? The little brown-haired girl asked as she turned away from Socks and stared blankly into the distance. (laughs) She waited. (laughs) She waited. Socks shook his head. Muchas gracias, the little brown-haired girl said to her imaginary audience. All right, Socks, let's go. Come on, Vominos! Everybody, let's go! Socks mumbled the song with her, smiling when she turned to look at him, but all the time feeling as if something was dreadfully wrong. The hairs on his neck stood erect. He shivered. Something wasn't right with this graveyard. Too many of the graves appeared to be open. Socks told himself that there was probably a fatal collision involving the happy school bus, a thought that would have normally made him smile, but if that was the case, surely the headstones would all be new. He stopped to inspect one of them. It read, Here lies Fred McFeely Rogers. <laughs> Born March 20th, 1928. Died February 27th, 2003. In loving memory of one who brought so many smiles to so many children. Poor sweater-changing fuck. <laughs> Sock said under his breath. The little brown-haired girl turned. What? Did you say socks? (laughs) I said, poor sweater changing, look. I heard he died trying to put on a sweater without taking it off the coat rack. (laughs) The little brown haired girl blinked for the third time that day. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, a skeletal hand burst from the ground and made a swipe at socks. He jumped away just in time. Zombies! Socks shouted. Oh, no! The little brown-haired girl slapped her hands to her cheeks. What should we do, boys and girls? As she turned to stare into the distance, (laughs) Socks grabbed her arm and began to drag her out of the graveyard. There was no way he was going to let his meal ticket die. (laughs) Run, bitch, run! Other corpses in various states of decay began to claw their way out of the moist red clay. One opened his mouth, and black blood drooled out onto his rotting lime-green cardigan. He howled as Socks and the little brown-haired girl ran past. Socks dashed from the graveyard, dragging the little brown-haired girl behind him. The dead weight slowed him, allowing the zombies to stay within striking distance as the little brown-haired girl waited for a response from her imaginary audience. (laughs) Reaching Grandma's house, Socks banged frantically on the door. Help! For the love of God, let us in! (laughs) Oh, no! The door won't open! The little brown-haired girl said. I know! We have to say Abre! Socks clawed at the door, trying to cling to its slick surface as the zombies surrounded them. The little brown-haired girl turned one final time to her imaginary audience. Say Abre! 
say Albright. The green cardigan zombie's mouth opened in a gaping grin, his clawed hand reaching for the monkey's throat. <laughs> Socks pressed his back hard against the door. As he slid to the ground, rotting hands pulled him toward the mouths of the dead. He screamed. The end. <laughs> this story was brought to you by Drabblecast Productions with the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. We don't change it or don't sell, but feel free to share it with all your friends. For more great stories week to week, check out Drabblecast.org. Let's get another round of applause for our wonderful cast. <laughs> From Baltimore, Maryland, this is Norm Sherman reminding you to check the map, you fake-ass little bitches. <laughs> All for the glory of a good drinking story and the cheese of a humpback whale. Young Jack Taylor was a mighty fine sailor and he knew how to handle a teat. He had whiskey for blood like every sailor man should was the best milkman in the